Hi, guys. Welcome to POV with Gwen. I'm sitting down today with my friend Mike Breslauer. He recently started a company with his brother. They're making incredible music videos for Roddy Rich, Marshmallow Usher, uh, incredible top artists like Doja Cat. And I'm excited to sit down with him and talk about his journey of pursuing his passion, um, which is relatively new. So let's talk. So it's so nice to meet you. Welcome, mm -hmm. Mike Breslauer. Is that right? Yep, you actually said it perfect. Did I say it perfect? Yeah. I, I was going to ask you. German names are tough, and you nailed it. So you're German? Yeah. And just full German? Nope. I, uh, I'm half German and half Italian. Oh, really? Yeah. I know, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, the, so the you're... German soldiers ventured down to Italy and just never came back, I guess. I don't know. Ayo, I've <laughs> been there. I don't blame them. Right? Well, although I've been to Germany, I love Germany. I, I wish... Yeah, yes. So Mike yeah. is like this incredibly accomplished young man, okay, mm -hmm. who doesn't have a fucking passport. Explain yeah. this. Explain. I want an explanation. You know, my, my parents have been all over the world. Uh, my mom is an interior designer for cruise ships. So that takes her to like Spain wow, and cool. Portugal and France. And she just, my dad just married Lucky because she takes him with her, <laughs> you know. And then my brother was a touring uh, videographer for his younger years. So he was always going to the world and the States. And then there's just me. Ah. I was in a relationship and and I was like a waiter and nobody, starving and no nobody, money. <laughs> nobody wanted you to come with them. <laughs> I was like, bro, I'll, I'll literally be the bag boy. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> let me carry something. But no, it just, you know, that, that opportunity never erupt, like came across me early in the years, but it just built it up to now where I can yeah. be financially, you know, empowered, empowered to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. So, so is it that you just kind of were so distracted with work? You, we've been, it seems to me that you've been working hard. I'm, I, first of all, you know, I don't really know. Is it your production company? So my brother, my younger brother, Christian is the president and I am the vice president. Cool. Yep. And so you started this when, so, so first of all, I should start off by like, yeah, just, for, just for my listeners, um, you know, you make amazing, Mike here makes incredible music videos. So for example, Thank um, you. recently did the Doja Cat Streets music video, yeah. the Roddy Rich the Box music video, huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it was smashing song. Yeah. Um, you worked mm -hmm. with Marshmallow, Marshmallow and Usher on their Too Much uh, collab. And and so, I mean, then that's just to name like just a few yeah. recent uh, people that you've worked with. And so, so uh, tell me, how did you get here? Yeah, uh, would it be called the anthology? I don't know what it's called. What's the what's the origins, I guess, like would Google's be the right word? Google's anthology. I know, right? <laughs> I guess the origins of how it all came around. Well, uh, no one really in my family was big into theatrics and music. There's a couple cousins here that did something. My grandfather uh, was kind of like a, uh, what do you call it? A, a um, um, for lack of a better word, a, a consultant for the military during like the Pacific. Uh, it, was a, it was a famous movie that was a musical. So he had, he was like deep in the... In, oh man, now I want to know which one. Yeah, it's called the South Pacific. South Pacific, yes, yeah. yes. That's, I mean, and, I liked musicals when I was young. Yeah, and he... he I still do. He was like big and he would go to Broadway musicals in the 30s in New York and... So he kind of like would always feed my brother and I VHS tapes for Christmas with my grandmother. So we grew up idolizing like these movies and Saving Private Ryan was like the most formidable one for for us kids because my mother obviously is super gory, violent movie. So she, we were forbidden to watch it. But my dad mm. one day was like, <laughs> when she's out, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we watched the movie. I was like 10 years old at the time and blown away. We watched the making of and Steven, uh, Steven Spielberg filming was just like mind blown. That's so cool. That's yep. really, really cool that that's particular. You can, <clears> that of, was it. Yeah, yeah. You can sum it up to the film that, that inspired you to create. Yeah, Steven Spielberg, shout out to him. I was a, a young musician and I did a lot of modeling as a kid at commercials. So I was around production a lot as a child in Miami, but, uh, it wasn't until, uh, the rapper Vanilla Ice moved in across the street 
Wow. Yeah. When I was Wait a kid. minute. Hold up. Yeah. So I've like watched documentaries about him where he's like in his house in South Florida. So yeah. you lived across the street yep. from How that cool. documentary that wow. I watched. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Where magic was made. Well, it was funny because I we had new neighbors and of course everyone's curious. Who are they? Who are they? You know? It's and I remember looking eyes. at him and I'm like, I, I think I was 10 years old. Yeah. When he moved in. So this was 1999 and he had a, he had a young baby at the time and a new wife. And, and I go, dad, that's, vanilla ice and he's like how do you know i was like trust me that is <laughs> i know and sure shit it was and um we connected we all were, you know just got it just so you did connect so you like went over Absolutely. there and you're like what up oh yeah welcome my to the dad, neighborhood my dad was like let's go let's meet him cool and i then, like your yeah, dad by my the dad's way. cool shit yeah so is my mom they're both very wild people um so long story short i, I would babysit his, his daughter and she had a little tiny drum set I was banging on in the closet. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Instead of babysitting her, I was playing her drums, you know, real responsible <laughs> <Yeah>. little kid. <laughs> I would argue that I want you watching my children, right? you know, in a lot of ways. I mean, it was crazy. art is so, I think I, if I have one regret over like my youth, you mm-hmm. know, that or one thing and I'm like, mom and dad, I really wish there was more art. You know, I, I was involved in more art as a youth, you know, like, yeah, you know, especially music. And yeah, that happens to, you know, more, fr- more, I know more people with that than less, you know. Yeah. But we also live in a creative town. You know, everyone here is creative for the most Very part. Very true. Which is my favorite thing, honestly, about LA. Yeah. No, it's it's a, just a fucking bubble of creation. Okay, so tell me. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, so this is the film that inspired you. But th- so then, but what happened? So you you went how <clears throat> like when did you start this company with your brother? Yeah, we started um, last was it September? So it's new. Wait, wait, wait. Not even a year old. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Yeah. Wait. I'm so confused. Okay, so basically, I got into music. I was in a lot of rock bands and metal and. You are a phenomenal. He's so Mike is a phenomenal. What do you play? I play drums, guitar, bass, piano, and I used to teach music for a while too. Mm. um, Before I and I am first in line for Mm -hmm. guitar and piano lessons for Mike, and I'm so excited. These are temporary. They're ready to go. I'm enjoying them. <laughs> Just I'm, pop those nails off <laughs> yeah. and get ready. Right? Well, those might work for guitar a little bit. Yeah, right? No, a they won't. They won't. They won't. Not no? for this hand. Yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. They are a little long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened. And my brother, uh, he used to film strip club music videos. Which is strippers. honestly yep. the most music video like thing you yeah, could fuck it. Best prep. Yeah. You got this this little white kid. And he going also down has the network. He's like, by the way. Oh, yeah. Dancers, dancers, exactly. He cool. Was, he was cutting his teeth on stri- like stripper music videos and hood videos in Miami in the <laughs> early 2010s. Cool. And he was making stacks of cash. And here I am, three years older, going, "What the fuck?" Wow. I mean, they were probably wow. paying him in literal stacks of cash, literally. right? Straight up, yeah. Straight, straight up club. scammer money, just, right. just <laughs> fifteen grand in a freaking bag, and it's like, here you go, shoot my music. To video. do to work with these incredible artists, uh, yeah. to be involved with this art, to do something that you love doing. Yep. I mean, it's pretty. So, so, and I think that's probably what one of the things I was most excited to talk yeah. about with you um, mm-hmm. and share with my listeners is how you've turned this interest and this love of an industry and love yeah. music into. Like, I mean, first of all, do you consider it your dream job? Because I think for many people, it would be. It's 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 interesting because. Uh, I would say five years ago, I was waiting tables at a restaurant in Fort Lauderdale going, what wow, the hell am I doing with my so life? Cool. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I had a, a, a regular that come in. He was a well-established lawyer, you know, and he would just look at me and go, Mike, what are you doing here still? Yeah. Move to LA, move to LA, move to LA. And I was like, bro, I don't think I can. I'm, I'm broke. And then just the, all the planets align, you know, you know, God and the universe just opened all the doors and here I am. 
And, uh, you know, it's, it's been an insane ride. Uh, I've, you know, it's so crazy if you want to talk about manifesting of course. And, and wild stuff like that. I, I think the moment I moved to L.A., it was insane, the amount of manifestations that would come in. And, like, from idolizing and watching the entourage all the time to actually physically meeting them. Yeah. Same. Like, so, right? <laughs> and same. Entourage, entourage got me to L.A., Isn't too. Isn't that crazy? Entourage had such an impact, yeah. Huge. Well, especially on, like, dudes. I feel like it's kind of a bro show. Yeah, but, it totally is a bro show. 100%. Yeah. But I I bro out to it. I, I remember sitting with Jeremy <laughs> Piven in his in his backyard looking out yeah. at the the valley or the <laughs> I city. I know Jeremy, too. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. jammed together. He's actually a pretty decent drummer, by the way. So he played drums. I was on guitar yeah he's in a band yeah right yeah yeah, he's yeah. Like a, just like a, he's pretty good i've heard he's actually his actual guy. character is not very ari gold like is that true That's, i've heard that too i don't i've never met the real one so i'm curious actually we should investigate oh, the that. real ari gold is like psycho oh, oh my he's, gosh yeah i'm really curious about the um, actual the real, guy so the real ari but gold, his name's not ari gold the no real guy. well it is ari it's um ari emmanuel there you go his brother was um Rahm Emanuel, who is the mayor of Chicago and You're like, kidding. and like a wow. top Clinton and like Obama advisor. So that's like a, it's a power family. Wow. Damn. So you have like the you most powerful have, agent in uh, Hollywood and like one of the most powerful, like political figures. In that's incredible. Hello. Wow. Yeah. I read a, <laughs> I read an interview with Doug Ellen, the writer of Entourage, and he did literally base Ari Gold off of this actual person. No, yeah, that's Ari right. I, well, it's, uh, the wow. show itself is about Marky Marks, Mark Wahlberg's exactly. experiences as an actor. Mm -hmm. so and, his, and his manager mm -hmm. was Ari Manuel. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I found that really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 um, <laughs> yeah I, I've heard the same, that he is not similar to his... Ari Gold character. I mean, I've met him and, uh, and I think he is different, you know, but I think, I think it's tough, uh, you know, to be so good at a character. And if there's yes. any part of you that is in there, so you're then you're going to see, um, uh, basically, uh, Jeremy Piven as a person. Right. It's not like Ari Gold. No. Okay, so, right. so, or is so, yeah. it like Ari Gold's not like, well, Ari I've Emmanuel. heard, no, I'm well, just I, no, no, no. I've heard that Jeremy Piven, the human being yeah. is not the same Correct. as Ari Gold. No, okay. That I wanted to make sure I well, was okay. on the same page. <laughs> I very don't know accurate. him well, but um, yeah. but I think yeah, he's he is different. He's very very different. But I think that very, I think cool. because when you know the show, you just see that, you know. So I'm like I'm like so so maybe yeah. I'm just seeing it. But I'm like oh, I still see Ari. But but you yeah. don't know how much of that is just. I, I have a question for you, Mike. So yeah. of all like the people you've worked with, you don't necessarily have to name names, but yeah. I'm interested to hear like about certain uh, personality types, like maybe what your first impressions were compared to you saw them before have there ever been any stark contrasts well actually it's kind of plays into the same conversation about entourage was kevin dylan who plays johnny drama and how i met him was at the sp's uh, after party and we were he was hosting the dinner or some shit like that and i was actually more giddy to meet him than most people i've ever met in my life just because i just thought he was well the best he's character. Yeah. he's a great character yeah. Yeah, well that's what you learn like i think you know being in la and um you know the same thing goes for me mm -hmm. so i went to a party and there was jeff ross and craig robbins or, oh, yeah. right and Both so and for right mm -hmm. and so craig Ross and, and for me it's like i jeff ross is more familiar face to me you know because i've grown up with that face more but mm -hmm. craig robinson there i have inside jokes with friends like you know he's reached me on this different level so that's even great. though i'm like sitting there seeing the both of them i'm like i'm fanning out over craig 
bag. Yeah. So it's just about how they impact you. And that's exactly. what you learn to find. It's not just the fame. It's 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 your relationship to that to no, and, and the, right. the impact that they've had, right? And and that's cool. It's mm. cool when you like kind of learn to when you're in LA and you get over you're you're jaded enough to know that to realize yeah. that oh, wait a second, I'm actually not I'm not fanning out because of the fame. I'm fanning yeah. out because I the because I love their art. Correct. You know? Yeah. yeah. And in a way, like when you it's it's very confusing because when you watch and consume media, you feel like they're a part of your life, even though they aren't really. Yeah. It feels like they are. Well, though. here's the thing as an influencer, you like, I, I forget that I have that impact too. Right. Yeah. And so it's, and then I, so I, people will feel like they know me and, and I give so much, even for an influencer, even for yeah. a model, like I talk more, you know, which is so funny because it's been a long time coming for the podcast. Sorry guys. Um, but I, you know, now I'm finally sharing that, but so much of it on my stories and everything, um, give a little bit more than most of the models that you yeah. follow. Right. And so, so a lot of the time people are like so ready to meet mm. me and like, you know, guys will slide in my DMS, even people who are creators and entertainers or whatever and be ready to go and, I, and I'm like I know that you like me already but I have no idea who the hell you are like yeah. you don't talk I I you, you have an understanding of who you're gonna like you know you and I like you, you know what you're gonna kind of get you know yep. I give a lot of that um but yeah but it, but it's funny I forget so so I had this realization the other day right when I was like um I'm like you know I for so many people I, I focus so much on who I am in the in the flesh which is mm -hmm. funny as an influencer but I forget that to so many people, your image on the internet, like that's as real as you'll ever be. You know, so it's, it, and that is real though. And even though I'm, I'm like, crazy. oh, that's not who I really am. I'm like, well, to mo almost all of my followers, that's yeah. all I am and all I ever will be. And so it gave me this like mind fuck where that's I was like, wait a second, you know, I, I don't, don't dismiss it. I know. You know, your life is basically dictated by a blue check mark now, apparently. That's what I just I'm realized. late to the game. I'm working on it. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that something else? Well, you know, most of my friends have bought theirs. Yeah. And that's actually a trend. I know a lot of people that have paid for their check marks. Up to 15 grand. It's like, fucking crazy. Insane. Yeah. And, and, and not just that. Okay. I heard this recently and I'm not going to name who, uh -huh. but like there's this girl, she's a huge, like, you know, I get a, I have a million followers and you get 30,000 likes plus. Right. But like you, you, there's this hierarchy. Like you, or like you, not even hierarchy, but you learn to really respect some people's engagement, right? So yeah. there's some girls you're like, whoa, she's got a million, but she's getting a hundred thousand likes, and she's getting you know two thousand comments. Like this yeah. is crazy. So you know, and, so, and but but um, and, and the thing is about this girl is that she shows a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot. Like like there's partial nipple and all these things. And I've been wondering, like, gosh, she's got this cloak of invisibility. Like she's no penalty. And I heard from a mutual friend that she's being blackmailed by somebody on Instagram. Yeah, threatening wow. to take away her account that's been giving her the pass on this shit and it's like coming back around on her. So it's interesting. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So yeah, you can be kind of a slave and same thing with having mm. the blue check. Like my friend, um, you have different rules you have to follow apparently. Slave of the it. blue check mark. <laughs> sounds like a new book. It sounds like a very modern, a very modern. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, that one Black Mirror episode about social media was super interesting. Oh, yeah. I yeah, it was like gives you a life that. score. And and it, it was a little close to home because that's uh -huh. essentially like what we're operating at. Like They, you know they do I mean? that in China. They have the, the social credit. Do you, do you really? guys know about that? No. So like now, so you know how we have like credit scores here? Yeah. So in China, they also have social credit scores. Oh, my God. So like if you do any sort of infraction or bad thing, like crossing, like jaywalking, even down to that, um, it'll wow. get docked off your social credit score. And, uh, if, if your score is low enough, 
You're not allowed to like take trains. You're not allowed to travel. Oh, Holy smokes! It's crazy. It's like a real life role playing game over there, isn't it? It, it really is. Are but they then, real people? Is it an animation? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> but well, like, is this? Is this a simulation? But, right? but the wild I think part. So I've come to the conclusion that like I mean, it's either there's definitely some like aggressive like god shit going on, <laughs> or or it's a matrix. Like you know what I mean? There's yeah. just so simulation. many simulation. I have an XP marker over my head and say hundred. It probably says ninety eight right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I see you give yourself a good. That's I like good. that. One of I the like secrets. That to success guys yeah right grade yourself high so i have a question about like your work like yeah. when you're working on set um what are some do you have any like because i hear stories so much about like some artists are just really chill they're great they're easy to work with and you're like wow that's like a nice person mm -hmm. and others are just mm -hmm. total divas because yeah. i think once you get to a certain level of power you realize you can get away with more and people will still work with you i would like to interrupt you though there's also you're also working with incredible artists and 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 this is their art so they're gonna be f picky right so it's like so you can argue diva card or you can call it like you know if if the weekend's being a diva well guess what he's a genius right well, i guess i'm not talking so much about like creative divaness mm. oh i'm very talking good more distinction. yes because there is Important. a distinction very i'm talking more There's about like level. i'm I'm the king or I'm the queen yeah. and like treat me Ego. like it. So yeah, it kind of goes, both of those go along the same lines because uh, you'd be surprised how many artists really don't give a shit about the creative. They don't even want to be there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're no like, kidding. Uh, I guess I got to show up for this thing. And then, all right, that's wow. it. I'm out of okay. here. Wow. You know? Okay. So yeah, in that case, it's like, people. You will. so in that case, it's like the labels are probably running Correct. the show or the managers. Yeah. Or whatever. It's, it's all like, you know, the PR and all that stuff. So occasionally, and you, you'll know when those artists are around because the the energy is just, you know, and the vibe is just off, and 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 everyone just like if you don't get the if the I guess you could say the the respect of the crew, the whole thing is gonna just kind of just snowball into the day, and the next one you're on like a twenty hour shoot, and everybody hates each other. Wow. And then, so yeah. and so, can, are you saying then that that's mostly dictated by the artist, like sets be, the tone? Sure, yeah. Wow. And you know, it takes a great director and a great first assistant director. Um, to kind of go in there and massage the artist uh, in respect of just, you know, my brother is kind of a master at this because uh, we've worked with a lot of artists and, and one in particular tends to be a little bit more insecure about certain things and wants things, but doesn't really understand why they want them. And so my brother is great at just like, hey, I get it, you know, but I'm going to make you look great and this is why I'm going to make you look great and just trust me, I've done it a million times. And then boom. Next thing you know, they trust them and you make a great scene or the whole video comes out awesome. So, you know, shout out to my brother for that because he's he's so damn good at it. What is yeah. your favorite video you've worked on? Ooh, that's a great question. Actually, you know, there is a video that we did for Marshmallow uh, featuring uh, Black Bear and Youngblood called Tongue Tied. And it, it didn't do the craziest big numbers, but the amount of investment that my brother and I put into it because not only did I produce the the video, um, I did all the the well, I did half of the wardrobe design. I did a lot of the prop. Wow, that's so and cool. Art in it. Wow. Yeah, I, I wore a lot of hats for that um, because, and I actually have one of the mannequins with the the wardrobe on it in my house. Um, but yeah, overall, we were making a film. It wasn't even a music video. If you oh. watch it, if you're getting a chance to watch it, you'll be thoroughly impressed. And we had uh, the the fantastic Joey King, Emmy nominated actress. She played our main and she was just a dynamite, talented person to work with. And 
super low maintenance, I, I would work with her again. But Can that's a great one. Can I ask you more people, like the artists that you've worked with, like yeah. the one, any of the ones that you were like, wow, I get it. You are just like you, because I've met some of these artists, yeah. right? Or, and, 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 and sometimes you're like, your energy, like I fucking get it. Like yeah. it's, that's all it is. It's just, you're just fucking great. Well, Doja Cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, love she, hearing that. I oh. uh, absolutely respect her. Uh, there's a scene like in this. the uh, fil- in the music video. I keep calling them films because they feel like movies. That's to me. really cool that you do, and 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 that actually, <laughs> yeah. I have a question, obviously, about that uh-huh. as well. But like, there's a there's a there's a a part. Well, the the initial shot when she's standing in the window and she's like a mannequin. That dress was so damn tight she could barely walk. <laughs> so and she was she stood That's on this platform like for quite a long time, and I, I you know she didn't complain at all. She was a trooper. But the scene that really stood out to me was when we had her laying on the hood of a car with dumping water all over her. Probably one of the most gorgeous scenes of the whole video of her just twerking and being sexy all over the place uh, with the water. But it was 48 degrees, and that water truck was sitting out there for a couple hours, so that water was absolutely freezing. (laughs) And after every take, it was like a NASCAR pit crew, people throwing towels on her and blankets and (laughs) warming her up. But she would said, like, I don't think I like that shot. Let's run it again. Let's run it she again. She was a trooper. Never yeah. complained. And then she did the cool ass spider shit that just blew everybody's mind because uh-huh. she really moved like that. Her body. She's, just, I don't know. She's a champion. What do you think that energy is? Because I know exactly what you guys are talking about. And it's almost like you don't even have to recognize their face. But the second they walk into the room, you know which one is like the star. You know who it is. Like, like, what is honestly. it? I think it's like a God given thing. Like some people just have that. They're like a, a power plant. But what is it though? Just like from a from like aura. a scientific perspective. I think it's like, aura. I if you want my opinion, yeah, and I'm yours? gonna get real spiritual, yeah. right? Which is just bound to happen, especially mm-hmm. with you as a guest. <laughs> it's going to at least a bit. Um it's, I think it's, you know, it's broken down. Like everyone has their, their different gifts. And so, yeah. so, so many of us are more healers, right? You know, I'm getting real hippie talk now, mm-hmm. but like, you know, every, everyone's, I think, kind of a combination, right? I, you know, mm-hmm. people, some of my friends are definitely just healers. They're listeners. Empathic they people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And some people are more light workers. And I, and I, I categorize myself more in, into that entertainer um, category as more of being like, you know, uh, I, I, only thing I've ever really been good at is like, I just really like to make people happy. And it's kind of stems from like a real, uh, like actually a people pleasing place of me just wanting to kind of like raise the vibe and those things. So I think, I don't know. I think entertainers just like to entertain, you know, like to uplift. I don't know. But though. what is it though? Like, but you can like look at somebody and know, do you think so? And feel it. You can. Yeah, really? I, I do. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've experienced that before where, uh, it happened to me with um, Dua Lipa once. Mm-hmm. Like, I was at, uh, I was backstage at Jimmy Kimmel Live, and she walked in. I'd never seen. This was right when she was coming up, yeah. and uh, I'd never, I didn't know what she looked like, but I knew it was her when she walked in. I was like, "That's Dua Lipa for sure," and uh, she just had that energy. Uh, one comment I'll make, Mike, is yeah. when I was like, kind of like stressing out, getting trying to get everything as ready as possible, but you know, to make it all nice for you mm-hmm. when you got here. But when you walked in, I just felt instantly relaxed. Yeah. Mike has a phenomenal energy. You're like very, yeah. like, I just felt relieved. Same here. Very, very calming presence. Totally. Very disarming. Yeah. That's what it is. You are. Yeah. 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 You it, like walked in, you walked in, you smelled like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, is everything okay? I'm like, wow. Oh yeah, it's and great. me and Mike, we've been talking a lot just via voice message and, mm-hmm. and, and messaging for a while. And, um, and I felt that for a long time. But you but I feel like that's such like a strong leadership quality to have especially when you're working with so many people like on set and especially artists where they're just like yep. 
all over the place, like emotionally, mentally. And comes from, uh, you know, it's funny because as a kid, I was very shy. And then, but I had these streaks of just like these, this inner entertainer would come out and I, I'd get all hopped up on sugar or something. Next thing I know, I'm like pretending I'm Steve Irwin in front of all these people. And they just, I got off on the, the laughter that I would create like that emotion of laughter. So my parents were like, trust me, Mikey's quiet, but just wait. If he gets in that mood, he's going to make you laugh. And I guess I always had that kind of ability to, I don't know, just create bring, a mood. Yeah. Create a mood. Right. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older and, you know, time goes on, you know, I realized that just, why stress about shit? You know, yeah. I, I do stress in traffic because I drive a manual <laughs> stick shift car and it's a pain in the Whoa, ass. Whoa, they still make them? It. No, they don't make them anymore. What? Manual stick shifts? Stick shifts? Absolutely. They're, yeah. they're still making stick? I thought they yeah, stopped yeah. making them. No. I learned on a stick shift. I, mean, I can drive stick. Yeah. I love that shit. I mean, Makes I miss it. Drink. But traffic? Yeah, I could drive it. Yeah. I mean, after this, I'm about right? to. Take it for a spin. Yeah, what's the horsepower? Let's 500. go. 500. Okay, <laughs> hello. Yeah, that's a, it's a lot of horses. Man, <laughs> so that's a lot of horses. I was actually um, looking into recently and getting an F-Pace because I want some. Oh, cool, yeah. I want some. And that, for the bang for the buck there as far as horsepower is yeah. is, is good. That's well, what's, what's funny with me is I've, I've always had performance race cars and all that kind of shit. Have you? Yeah, I've always had fast cars, but I saw the new Bronco and I was like, dude, I need something that's gonna just put me on the wild, and then I can just be like, just chill, a nomad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love like California offers that kind of vibe. Florida, yeah, you could be a nomad, but you're gonna be sweating your ass off for the entire day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sweat city is what I call it. So, is this home now, or um, is that still home? It's I would say fifty fifty. Like, you could take the guy out of Florida, but you can't take the Florida out of the boy. You know what I mean? So, I I do just absolutely adore Florida, and especially South Florida, where I'm from. I grew up on the water always, surfing, fishing, you know, and just the culture there is just a vibe, you know. And I, it's something where when I'm established, even more so out here, I'll always be bi-coastal. I'll have a house there. My whole family's there, except for my brother who's here, you know. So I don't know. I love California for sure, so I'm not going to leave here. I mean, this is where the work is, but... Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, a, it's uh, California. There's so many things. I, I, but I think that's the ideal for yeah. me too is to have the, the part time home. Exactly. You know, the I think it's really unhealthy to only know LA and only stay in oh, LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, too like this. I like I'm animating it with my body, but I'm too like right. Okay, all yeah. over the place. Yeah. How do we describe know? what he's doing? Yeah, for what the is listeners? that? Like this is. <laughs> it's like um. Like it, white people dance moves. <laughs> yeah. No, just, uh, no, it looks like like hopping around a little, right? like jumping. I'm doing there. the electric slide, slide with my life yeah. on the uh, the map of America. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Is that you on the globe? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. yeah jumping just, around. I can't. I'm not a settling person. Like I like the idea because I have terrible ADD and I know you. I have you, ADHD. You though. have the hyperactive yeah. one. I just have the attention one. But, Which it's funny though you did mm-hmm. point out that I am a little more chilled out. So I guess it's like because I came from this like three hour yeah. podcast you know interview uh, you know chilled you out a little yeah, bit. I guess so. I mean I still I mean I've refrained from caffeine, so I'm yeah. still doing pretty well. But yeah, Maybe it's I guess the white claw. The white, <laughs> white claw. claw I mean I'm halfway down. down, and like you know this lightweight is feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know California, it's um. Addi- I mean, the weather's addicting. So many things mm-hmm. about the life are addicting. But for me, you know, I just got back from Kenya. Hello. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah. And um, and it was the first trip. I was trying to figure out why I was so moved and changed by this mm-hmm. trip. I'm like, well, I'm, I've been to poor countries before. Like, you know, yes, of <clears> course, <throat> it was my first time in Africa. Yeah. But um, but I've been to, you know, I've been to you know, all, all, I've been to the Philippines, you know, poor parts of Mexico. I've been to Indonesia, you know, all over. And 
I realized that it's because it's the first trip I've gone on since living in LA. And so it's so funny because like, you, oh. yeah, yeah, the, the, just the perspective shift, just mm -hmm. like the, the jadedness. So I'm so excited for you because like, yeah, man. I know, I right? Mean, what a culture shock for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm going to make sure this happens. Especially because I'm like place? obsessed with languages and accents. I think it's just, I oh, yeah, always like, been into that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just think, I just think Ladies. the way like, I know, right? <laughs> I just think like it's so interesting when all of a sudden like, okay, you don't understand what I'm talking about, but I understand what you're, you know, it's like, mm. it's I do, so cool. I do too. That's one of my favorite things about traveling, um, yeah. particularly like in places like Japan where they, mm -hmm. they, they don't speak much English. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just, they don't, mm -hmm. you know, they don't, um, assimilate to like the Westernization that mm -hmm. all other countries do. Uh, Japan is really interesting and, and beautiful place to visit, but you have to interact like, you know, because of the language barrier yeah. and they don't speak English, you're actually like, you have to try to understand each other. So you're doing charades. You're like, you're, you're learning the language, yep. they're learning the language. And so the friends that I have in Japan, they speak very little English, but we have this beautiful connection because we're cool? having, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like soul energy. I don't know how to describe it, but soul energy. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, there's no other how kind of plants communicate. They're just like, bloop, bloop, you know, so <laughs> Like humans yeah. too can't understand the same language, you know, but we, we get it. Plant slaughter, right? Oh yeah, plant slaughter. That, she'll she'll speak on that. I'm sure. More. Yeah, I'm gonna help Mike uh, get some plants for his new place. Yeah. I want to. I want to. But um, I just recently gave a gift to Batch. Okay, I gave him a plant, and then I see it on his story, and it's just wilted. It's dead. I was heartbroken. That happened to the plant you gave me too. <laughs> Did I send I kept it to it, die? Well, yeah, I kept it alive <laughs> for a so while. There's so much light in here. You have no excuse. Yeah, uh, so. you to death plant. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I, I'm a, I'm literally accomplice. To it was a great lesson on how I'm not ready for children. <laughs> 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 My plants are thriving, and yet I'm still not ready. It's funny as hell. I I grew up with a lot of plants. My parents are obsessed with plants. Well, and you're in plants. Florida climate. There's some Correct. gorgeous plant life. My dad literally turned our house down there like into a Hawaiian like abyss. Like, oh my oasis. gosh! No, I know, I know. You sent yeah. me a photo when you went mm -hmm. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah. Especially during COVID, it oh, looked yeah. like a little restaurant. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like I was at like a retreat for like I don't know mental health and and well being of my body. <laughs> I feel like you should have your home feel like that. It does feel I like. I feel that like when that's you're like the goal. Yeah, you it's, know? A, it's a Zen vibe. Do you, what? Is, tell me about. Okay, so speaking about all this. Yeah. Is uh, your surroundings and your environment important for your creative process? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. And it, it's speaking on that. My brother is the the sole creative behind every video we do. And how it works with the breakdown is, is an artist or a label will contact us and say, this is the song that we want a video to. And it'll either be a single bid, which means that it goes directly to us and no other competition, or multiple directors and companies are writing on this exact track, uh, right? And then you bid your, okay. Correct. So then what happens is my brother will listen to it. We'll all maybe sit there and chop it up, maybe throw him ideas. But technically, my brother is always just by himself. And all of a sudden, next time I know, he's like, hey, here's the treatment. This is what I want to do. And I'll read it. I'm like, holy fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's the budget, though? You know, like you, you, we call him Baby Michael Bay for a reason because the kid's like always yeah? got shit blowing up him. and That's stuff. Cool. Yeah. So, and then I take the idea and then we'll, I'll budget the entire video line item by line item, like down to the, to the penny. And this is how much it's going to cost. Hit the label with it. If we get the stamp of approval, we'll green light it. And then I just start making all the motions to get this this baby on a roll. And then Christian, he just shows up on set and is like, all right, let's do this thing. You know, wow. that's how it works. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. So it sounds like a lot of these concepts are yours or his. 
His, yeah. Yeah. So, so most, I know you mentioned an artist that you worked with recently. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, she had her own thing yeah. and her own concept. So how frequently is that? Is it typically your guy, your brother's concept? Well, like for, for instance, with Doja, she's very uh, creative mm-hmm. and she will, she, her, her and Chris, which we all like were on a FaceTime call and they were just throwing ideas back and forth. And it got her super excited that someone was actually willing to, 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 you know, cooperate with her. Cause a lot of artists are used to just like, nah, uh, I'm the director I'm going to do what I want to do, you know, and my brother, she appreciated that yeah, he had my a say like, and an input. He, he doesn't have an ego like that. He's like, sure. What do you want to do? Let's, let's do it. I'll throw that in there. And then this is, I like your idea. So how about we do this and maybe even spice that up even more, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's what helps us kind of stand out compared to other companies. And also the fact that we're always doing like, like these crazy multiple setups into like keeping your, I guess my brother kind of made it up as, you know, when you're swiping through TikTok or Instagram stories and you're constantly stimulating your mind. You're like, because they're 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds of just some crazy content. That's where he kind of wrote with the box and constant, you know, setups based on the lyrics of the song. Mm. And that's how that kind of got coined to be his kind of style because he felt like, yo, like people don't want to just sit there and watch some guy performing in front of a Ferrari for yeah. three minutes long. Well, it's true. Know? And and like you mentioned, like you, yeah. with your ADD and my ADHD, the, exactly. the attention span is mm-hmm. short. And so it's funny for me too, uh, the way that I speak is really fast. Yeah. And even when I when I converse, I, I jet around mm-hmm. a lot. And I've heard mixed things. You know, some people are like, oh, you should really slow down. Then I've heard now in this modern age, like people, intel- people have been telling me my yeah. entire life, slow down. Um, but then now, recently with the podcast world, people are like, no, no, no don't slow down your your speed is perfect because people lose interest yeah. you know and and i don't know if you that's guys what know. i told you <laughs> you did you did well you're one of them one of us. i've been hearing it more lately too my other friend they're right <laughs> my other friend um my good friend udi uh he put me on overcast right mm-hmm. like as a better platform for listening to podcasts and uh and you can speed it up so you can control the speed of the speaking mm-hmm. and most and but the thing is you can only speed it up. You can't slow it down. Yeah. So people only speed it up. But it's, it's so funny because I'm listening to the shit on like the, the speed and yeah. I'm like, they're not going to have to fuck with my shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you have a great radio voice. Like you have a really, per- like I would have to say. Why, thank you. Yeah, she kills you it. both do actually. Thanks for tuning in. No you actually have a very before. great. You have a very yeah. nice voice. Yeah, yeah, you do. So I was just going to ask, like, do you think it's, because based on what you said, you do a lot of different things. You like play instruments, you're yeah. a recording engineer, music videos, um, do you think it's better to focus on one thing, put a hundred percent into it until you get there, or is it better to be like to have your hand oh, I love in a bunch question. of different things? Well, it's kind of like that that saying, "Master of one or master of none," you know. So it's kind of one of those things. Don't spread yourself too thin, and I I, I don't shy people away from like dabbling a little bit of everything because I think that's where you build the curiosity, and then that's where you develop that holy shit. I really love this thing and I'm, now I'm going to pursue that further so it's like a double-edged sword in a way but like I do think that once you do find that thing fucking go all the way with it because no. if you start going everywhere like that's my biggest thing is I'm ADD and I know she's ADHD <laughs> and I, I you know how many songs I've wrote that I never finished oh my god I've, like, got, god I've started a lot of things right Same. a lot of start never finish yeah. that's that's literally how how we think and and I think if I had that mentality where I just stick to one thing and I kill it, I probably would have some killer songs. But I've always just like, okay, I'm bored. Let me move on to the next one. Let me move on, you know. And then it's always the song that I hate the most or something like that that people love the most. I'm like, what the fuck is it that, like about this crap? People always like will comment like, oh, we love this video, and I'm just like, 
this one <laughs> really okay it's always funny what people respond to i think there's yeah, always a surprise so there yeah yeah it, that's there's a really there's something to be said about um the art that we choose to share like mm -hmm. I, I really think everyone as a creator creator i mean it's always best to get someone else involved because i mean it, even just relating it to me as a model right like there's half of the images that have done the best are I'm like oh i hate that one mm -hmm. and like you know and so even even when it comes to like an image i'm like i'll be like this is the they like this you know i'm like i fucking hate this but i'll i'll get other opinions and 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 so i think it is important do you yeah. think it has to do with the cre the creative process that you went through that they didn't have to go through like for example maybe it, you just were having a really bad day and it, things just weren't feeling right and you get this one random shot and it works out perfectly for everyone else but they don't associate that image with all the shit you had to go through to get there because they didn't experience that hmm. maybe i don't know I don't think, so. I mean, I think for, I mean, for the, for something is again, I think for modeling, you know, it's different because, you know, I have five images, right. And so and I, and I'm all like one and I won't like the other. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's just being, I think we are not necessarily the best judge of a, our own ourselves oftentimes and our own art, particularly, I think when it comes to art, that's, that's, it's just, um, it's so challenging even for me, you know, I've written, I'm, I'm starting my journey into creating music and it's yeah. so beautiful and so fun but I, I have such a tough time like i'm like is this any good you know i've yeah. written a few songs but i have no idea if it's good at all or not because i'm like it's mine it's like your own child yep. you know everyone's gonna love they're like my baby's beautiful but i'm like you know i'm i hope i'm i'm not i don't want to be the mom that's like is he <laughs> or is it just like i feel like he's the most beautiful thing but um, well, well mike how do you handle criticism from the artists you work with on your work um you know what's crazy is i've I feel like we've rarely ever heard any negative criticism towards a video we've made for anybody. Wow. I couldn't even name one. I, maybe like Bravo. there's one in there, I'm sure, somewhere. But it's always been positive reviews. I mean, you always have haters that are like, you know, the, the public watching that are like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. But they, I think they just have more of a bone to pick with the artist than the actual visual itself. You know what I mean? So in that respect, you know, I if I think, I don't know if I can name one person that ever really didn't like the product we had to deliver. Um you know, we've always kind of just blown their mind, really. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be egotistical by any means. But I just, yeah, I've no, just always been clear. that way. I mean, I, I don't watch. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen your stories like while you're on set and you have these long days, but you oh, yeah. still your energy is so good. And, and, and it's clear that you love what you do. And Absolutely. I think um, and I think I wonder if that is why. Um, I mean, I think it shows in the art, a, mm -hmm. but uh, maybe that's why you're being so you're so, so so successful with the artists that you're booking is that you're not these jaded producers that are just yeah. kind of like in in autopilot that have been doing this so many years that that think that they know all the end. Mm -hmm. You're actually listening to the artist and trying to do Absolutely. something that fits. Yeah, it's 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 more of uh, meeting them on a human level as opposed to putting them on this pedestal and then they look at you like. You're this guy trying to tell them how to live their life. I, I, it's never supposed to be like that. It's more just like we're both artists. Let's collab and let's make something cool. that's gonna I break the that. internet, as we call it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's always the hopes that you know this video is gonna impact someone some way, and you know, usually they do, and sometimes they're missed. But you know, we're always proud of every single one we put out. Maybe there's always that that perfection quality where you're like, hey, you know, we could have did this a little different, or if we had more money, we could have spiced it up here, but. For you know, for the most part, we're always just so stoked. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful to hear. Um, another question mm. I have for you is, you know, you, you call these music videos films. Do you have interest in film? Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, we actually have a lot of big opportunities supposed to happen this year. My brother's got a feature that he's signed up for, so he's going to be directing a movie 
uh, hopefully in the next couple months. What kind of movie? It's a uh, it's a movie based on like uh, scamming and uh, like the culture behind like making money illegally. <laughs> so scamming the when you say scamming, like I don't know what that means. Like scamming, like what are the scams? It could be like well, there's there's all types of scams, but uh, this would be more along the lines of credit card scams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I'm sure business is not divulging too much information because I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. sign a uh, whatever <laughs> an NDA about it, but yeah, it's it's gonna be really cool and it's gonna have a lot of like. High profile people in it. It's, Very cool. Yeah, and it's his his first debut. Debut. Yeah. Wow. In the big world. The and big this league. is kind of the direction that you ultimately really have been wanting to go. So you Always. talked about your insp- yeah, yeah. So that's I mean that's pretty quick because yeah. <laughs> you started oh, yeah. this company in 2020. Yeah, we've been so we've been mid going at it mid quarantine or mid pandemic. Years, but yeah, this is our first uh, real actual production company. The Lucky Bastards Incorporated is the name of it. Uh, and it's sounds like you're lucky bastards. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, I don't do, Okay. Question then. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in luck? You know, it's funny because growing up, you know, it's, I think it kind of comes down to like how you're raised in the, in the, uh, superstitions, you know, and Italians are very superstitious. So it's like, you know, the evil eye and like putting spells on you and have you heard of that kind of shit? I mean, you know that I'm not shying away from this. I'm oh, like, I'm like, maybe there's a spell. My mom always thinks <laughs> my mom thinks there's curses on everything. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got stopped by a psychic. He's like, there's black magic on you. He did some shit. Uh-huh. I felt better. Placebo is powerful, yeah. but also maybe it's real. Yeah. I don't know. If it's I a know. simulation, then then tell me I'm wrong. I'm know? not one to say no. You know, <laughs> I, I believe in it all. Sure, but you know. It, and I know that about you. And I think, mm-hmm. and for what it's worth, I think that's like a, a healthier way to live life. I think it, just to embrace all possibility. Yeah. I, I like, you know what I mean? Like I, I, whether I, I sometimes like jokingly say like, oh, if I'm delusional, like it's just, it makes her a better lifestyle. Yeah. But there is an explanation to everything. Yeah. To answer your question. No, but luck. you know, but how about the chaos theory, right? So there's like a, a rule amongst all naturally occurring patterns in the world. Mm-hmm. Every single thing there's an anomaly for. Yeah. So there's always, there's an element of chaos. So, so technically speaking, there will be at some point a, a like a fluke thing when gravity doesn't work. Like, like, like straight up, like every single thing in science is subject to uh, some principle of chaos and there, there, to some kind of like anomaly. a disruption. Yeah. There's always a disruption to, uh, to the pattern. in the force yeah. is what I call it. Ooh. Glitch in the matrix is <laughs> Also, what it's called. It's interesting (laughs) that they use these kind of things. Yeah. You know, in movies. And it all means the same thing. Well, once you once you start to look for it in pop culture too, right? Like then it's like it really because because then I even for me with my spiritual journey, like I I now even watch Star Wars and I'm like, this shit's all real. There's a dark energy and a light, like in a a, good, you know, in a bright light energy in the world. And we're yeah, and it is genius. And so it's like I get it. And then and then I go back further and I'm like, wait a second, a long time ago in a galaxy far away, maybe. Like, you know, who knows? Maybe like this fucking historical account proved me wrong. It's way more fun in my mind. George, <laughs> you're the man. George um, is the man. So so what are who are some of your biggest influences from a film perspective? From a film perspective? Well, we got um, Spielberg. Spielberg, for sure. Uh, I admire, you know, Mel Gibson, who has a bad rap in the industry. But... I very much admire Mel Gibson yeah. as well. And I, I mean, and say what you had... want about him, but he he knows story structure and narrative. It's incredible. He's an incredible, yeah. incredible creator. And and he also, and I, and I think I also have respect for being a black sheep, but also going against There's always a little madness and genius. I mean, I don't I mean? respect like yelling at your girlfriend. <laughs> well, I don't respect, respect <laughs> any anti-Semitism. I think, I right? think everyone's bubble bursts eventually on that level of, of fame and fortune, you know what I mean? But... I think a lot of people don't realize that he, uh, Braveheart was his, I think, his second movie he ever directed. I think he did. Wow, you're kidding. I think I just he did The, it, the Man it? Without a Face or whatever a couple years before it. But uh, Braveheart was his big, big baby. And 
he directed and acted obviously in it. But he, there was a point where in the battle sequences, he would drive an ATV from one camera to the other across the whole thing. And I think they had about eight to 12 cameras rolling at one time. And he would go and drive to every single one just before the scene, just to make sure that the the, wow, the cameras were right? ready to rock. Wow. Yeah. And he, he had such dedication to that. And I, I was just like, what a fucking powerhouse. And back then they shot on film, which is a whole other world of just so many things could go wrong, you know, and it's so much more money on the line. And he, that movie, I would, he won Academy Awards for that movie. Like a, I think my favorite, I really loved Apocalypto. Oh, Incredible film. Have you seen it? I have not. Watch it. It's a lot of people like will like, oh, I have to read subtitles. This kind of sucks. I don't trust me. It doesn't even even phase you. When you watch it, you're like, this is insane. If you're actually watching the movie, you won't mind. But it's if you're trying to phone time plus movie, then you know you can't. I went into that movie not knowing anything about it, and then I left it with goosebumps and just like an even higher appreciation for it. It's really there's a lot of this. It's a there's a spiritual element, and 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 it's also just so. I mean, it's so incredibly well done. You really feel like it's. I mean, you also the insight into the culture too. And I think they didn't. I don't know if it's Spanish. I don't know what. I think it might be an archaic language i watched braveheart recently and yeah. then i was like hearing the voice and i was remembering that he was he plays john smith he did john smith's voice in pocahontas wait wow. what mel gibson yeah mel that. gibson did mel Gib- Sp- yeah he That's did john smith right. yeah yeah. <sighs> yeah he's got such an incredible voice and then and then i was like i mean stepping back and appreciating how offensively false <laughs> that film is you know oh, like know. so first of all pocahontas was but died it's in- not about historical accuracy it's about like <laughs> Loving nature. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> if nice it's not about other. historical accuracy, then you shouldn't refer to actual historical figures, right? Because referring to John Smith and Pocahontas, who was kidnapped and died in captivity yeah, in at England, 20 right? years old. I mean, she was like a victim. Did she died of dysentery in England or something like that? I don't From know. I, I can't remember. Yeah, disease. I don't I can't know. There, disease. There's something about the willow tree coming to life and talking to this you. This was my favorite. That made me realize that maybe this isn't historically <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Fair. No, something was a little off there. Hey, wait yeah. a second. If you're, then you haven't talked to talking Willow raccoons trees. too i would say yeah i also haven't take sh- taken shrooms so <laughs> well maybe that's why i can relate to this film so much i love pocahontas um the film it was like if i you know, as a yeah. woman like you know especially like you know my generation or you know, our generation yeah um you always like have your princesses that you relate to mm-hmm. i and it's so funny mine was always pocahontas and as i've gotten older i realize how very much I like talking she's talking to trees she's I, i'm like talking to my plants every day i'm like i'm very spiritual i'm like one with it. you know you all of pocahontas. those things i mean it's really come to it's it's funny it's and if you're a stoner you're smokeahontas oh hey oh well then smoke call me smoke hauntus and light it up right uh <laughs> yeah um yeah but i also related to bell bell was was sleeping beauty yes. no 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 beauty, the beast. beauty and the beast yeah and she was like kind of she was a book nerd when i was young i loved to read so she was like the nerd and she like yeah, kind of and she just like, like and she was like a people douche. pleaser she was like too nice like yep. i battled with that my whole fucking life so she's and she <laughs> didn't like the jockey douche guest on like she was like nope no, yeah sir. yeah yeah like the disfigured guy that's <laughs> hiding in the castle you know oh, yeah. he's, he's like a i don't what was he half buffalo half lion i don't know what exactly <laughs> yeah. what the beast was she would have done like half man half bear half pig <laughs> right man bear pig bear, yeah. 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 right yeah. more like half man half bear pig <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm serial. Yeah, favorite South Park. That's a question I should put on everyone. God. That's added to the. I list. love the TSA one when uh. Oh yeah, you need to like, check, like, check your ass, sir. Yeah, wipe your ass. I'm a big boy. You know? <laughs> My favorite is still okay. Mine is the one where he goes undercover. The the cop I can't remember his name. Um, goes undercover. Eric. To, 
Cartman? No, 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 oh, not Cartman. Oh, the right police cut yeah. wears the undercover yeah. uh, prostitute. Yeah, yes, and yes. And he goes Stretch. on the full act, oh and then goodness. right at the very end, you're under arrest. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. After he's getting like anally <laughs> yeah. raped or whatever. Honestly, yeah, those are great. Those are great. That was a surreal moment for me when I went to um, I, about a year, like less than a year ago, went to got invited to go. Hey, do you want to go to the producer of South Park? their party That's right? Awesome. Or, right? I, I go and I'm like in the like bottom level like fucking like so like what do I say like mm. I'm like I'm like how do I tell them that they changed my humor for the rest of my life like yeah. you know what like I can't possibly express how much of an impact right and so I'm sitting there like all nervous come down they come down two brothers have have this awkward like moment when they look at me go back up anyway come to find later they're like oh by the way um we follow you and I'm like, this is so Whoa. weird, right? So crazy. So, so crazy. And I'm like, that's so cool. Because cool. you never fucking know, you never know? Knew. You never know. And I was just, it was, it was a surreal moment because I'm just in, down there. Like, what do I, what, what do I possibly say? That's hilarious. Yeah. Did you watch the vaccination special? Oh, of course. <sighs> you know, just one shot, man. Just one yeah. shot. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no. I already think it's funny. It's funny as It's well. one of the best. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the best. Just one think. shot. That's cool. all you need. That's funny. Um, Actually, a uh, funny story is the only time I've ever been kind of starstruck was when I met Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> oh, yeah? Away. Was he uh, nice? Very nice. But I, I was actually on the show. Um, cool. Top Chef. No way. Yeah, it was My brother's girlfriend was competing in it. And then we had to be like her little team that was standing at her station. And did then, you eat the food? Uh, you know, did I? I don't think so. Uh, I just remember they fed us like Panda Express and it was really underwhelming. <laughs> And I sat in like a, I sat course. in the fucking bleachers for like eighteen hours, and I was like, "This is shit." Reality That's TV too sucks. Funny, you know. Wow. But eating him Express was is also terrible for you too, right? Not only is it, I mean, actually, their orange chicken is kind of a guilty pleasure. I don't like any Panda Express. I do like the um, like when I really want to hate myself, the crab cheese, like rangoons. Crab rangoons. Those are, I'm like, okay, these are comparable to right? other shit like out there. But the rest is like, I'm like, this is not chummy. Yeah, I'm such a food snob. Yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, I'm from San Francisco too, so the Chinese food oh, yeah. situation is is. Um, you got the real deal up there. Yeah, yeah. Or at least like I, I really love the San Francisco version of the real deal. Like you know, like but they came over, um, like you know, yeah, what ages ago, 1800s. 1800s yeah. yeah. So you got to put me on game. Bruce Lee was one of them. By the way, did you guys watch um, B Water? Mm-mm. It's oh man, it's um, water. It's a documentary about uh, Bruce Lee, and who died at like thirty two mm. or thirty four, incredibly yeah. young. Oh, you know the conspiracy about that, by the way, Bruce Lee. No, please tell me. I'm open to all don't, conspiracies. Don't. I wish you knew because I don't know all the details about it. I need a white cloth for uh, this one. You got to. Yeah, I'm okay. Due. Yeah, let's pop out the white cloth. Ooh, really I know, quick. right? I'm like, I sit here, I'm like, oh, why don't you grab one? Use the force. What's stopping you? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to hear this. Let's hear it. I love conspiracies. Well, so apparently uh, he had a dispute with the uh, the Chinese gang, the Triads. Okay, uh, is that right? Right, um, which were big in San Francisco. Mafia. Yeah, right, and it and it had and it was a dispute that had something to do with like they were funding some film that was being produced in Hong Kong, and uh, well, so Bruce Lee's film, his last film, was produced in Hong Kong, I believe. Um, or at least the majority of his films. Actually, no, his only film, oh, that's right, his only U.S. film was filmed you know, here, and I'm he gonna, died before the fucking premiere. Talk, talk amongst wow. yourselves. I'm going to find this, because this is, is actually fast. Enter of the Dragon, or was that shot Enter the Dragon, you're right, you're right. With, uh, yeah. uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, who was a good friend of his and a student of his. Yeah. Um, Bruce Lee was, it, it, it very, it, especially as a... Um, Are you like a closet fan of Bruce? How do you know all this? I'm a, I, I, okay, so I knew that I was a fan of Bruce 
but I, I really didn't know much um, yeah. until, you know, about a, I've become more and more fascinated over like about mind over matter mm-hmm. um, over the years. You know, that's why I'm, you know, fascinated by Wim Hof. The one and, inch punch or whatever he has. No, yeah. No, no. It was like the, yeah, oh, did he, oh, well, he has the two finger push up. Two finger push up. But he, he probably has, has more than that. Yeah. He has a thing where he like does the one inch punch or something mm, like that. Mm. Sorry if I butchered yeah, the name yeah. of it, but I, it's something where he punches you at such a close distance. Mm. Oh, harnesses really? the kinetic energy mm. and just can throw you a grown man. Like he was up to some backwards. spiritual shit, and and, and it's it really oh, yeah. a particularly moving film because you really um you you understand wow how incredible he must have been to have the confidence that he did right because he was the kind of person you walked in a room he just owned oh, the yeah. room he was even though he was actually um discriminated against he was yep. Chinese you know yep. he was mixed heritage so he was like he, he didn't really or he wasn't I don't, he was Chinese American so I should say he didn't relate to Chinese he was not accepted when he went to China he wasn't accepted really here so this Enter the Dra- Dragon yeah. was his first success um, and he never actually got to like really realize okay it hold now. up the British uh, okay so British medical uh, officials and coroners determined that his cause of death was an allergic reaction to aspirin he had taken. Yeah. So it wasn't aspirin. She had given, um, he was thing. at a house. Yeah. It was a woman who had gave him like a Chinese medicine that was the likes of aspirin, but there was a different name for it. It was, he had some kind of, and he laid down to, he had been complaining about migraines, yeah. laid down to take a nap. She gave him a painkiller and he never woke up. Came like an aneurysm or something. That's right. Well, yeah. okay. So check this out. Bruce Lee died at 32. 32. Um, at the apartment and of Betty Tin Pei, a sultry Taiwanese actress. To avoid scandal, Raymond Chow, who was Bruce's business partner, told the press that Bruce died at the home of his wife. Mm. When the newspaper reporter uncovered the deception, it unleashed a thousand conspiracy theories. Well, lying uh, about it indicates by, So there's like a little love triangle going on too. Hello. Well, you know, I... Uh, don't get me wrong. I Marilyn love to Monroe. entertain all Another conspiracies, how, regardless of however fantastic. Um, you know, I think it's healthy too. But I, I, I don't believe that with this one. I mean, I, I think if you watch the film, you see that the wife really didn't seem to be a jealous type. They, they certainly seemed to have like. I mean, I, my opinion. It seemed like they were living somewhat separate lives. Right. Um. And you know, so I don't really necessarily buy that. But who knows? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, look at Marilyn Monroe. She was another one that was, you know, Princess Diana. I think conspiracy theories are the government's way of discrediting something that's actually accurate. True. Oh, 100%. Like, just be, yeah. I mean, the thing with, like, like conspiracy theories right is that, like, maybe 10% of them are actually true. Well, here's the thing. They've declassified a lot of information, particularly, yep. like, re- regarding uh, aliens, right? Yep. Project Project Blue Book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, I mean, there's a lot of uh, substantial information there to, oh, to yeah. back what has been <clears throat> historically considered conspiracy, like, you know, wild theory. Yep. Um, so, you know, yeah, yeah so absolutely. You know, I don't believe in uh, alien sightings or that they're real is because they only started after alien science fiction became a thing. Mm. So there's no like, Okay, so you're talking no, about alien sightings. You're not talking. I mean, we have UFOs, and then you have aliens. But uh, UFOs too. Okay. So UFO sightings didn't become a thing until like. They're like UFOs were on TV and in entertainment. Interesting. Huh. No UFOs yeah. before. Well, 1950s. but here's the thing: you also the argument know. is also. Well, I mean, according to Project Blue Book, our first interaction with aliens was like around the 50s as well. So hmm. you could also argue that they were just fucking not around, bro. They were busy. But that's on other really planets. convenient timing, though. You know what? Leave me to my. 
Or happy, maybe they happy. made maybe they made the movies when they found out about the aliens. How about that? Well, the bottom line is, I mean, according to even like bright minds like Elon Musk, the mm. idea that there isn't extraterrestrial life is is more. Oh no, I totally believe that aliens exist, but they're trillions of light years away, and they're just kind of like unreachable. Mm. So and you don't think they're among us, shape shifting? I think the odds of aliens being here are lesser than greater. If you had oh, to pick man. one celebrity to be stuck on a ship with for 15 Ooh, years. Ooh, celebrity crush. Jeez. Oh, okay. Well, both. Oh, okay, both. wait. Yeah. I mean, can I ask one you've worked with? <laughs> if you had to pick one you've worked with oh, and okay. one just yeah, like man. anyone that's on the That's sun. tough as hell. Um, Who is cool and worth being around for 15 years? What a great years. way to start that. <laughs> Holy shit. Isn't it sad that I can't even think of one? It's like, uh, no, you're such a professional. There we go. I guess you're right, right? Um, I mean, because you haven't worked with me, huh? Oh. I know, right? <laughs> so, God, I mean, that's a great question. I haven't worked with too many female artists, always been rappers every time. Well, which of the rappers would you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not a one. Not one. No way. I mean, okay, if I had to pick one, just, just because for the sake of it, it would be T Pain for sure. Yeah, oh, was he cool? For he was a vibe. Sure. I could totally. I see mean, that. you can yeah. hear the vibe in the music too. T is. T Pain is like, I'm fuck with you. So yeah. when he speaks, yeah. does he speak in auto tune? No, <laughs> that would be really cool. That's if a he myth. Did. Debunked. That is debunked. Oh but man, I'm sad about he that. He did uh, uh, actually give me my Call of Duty name, a gamer name, which is called Corn on the Cod, and that was <laughs> given Whoa. to me from. T-Pain. Oh, for Call of Duty, Correct. obviously. Call uh, of Duty. Yep. Little play on words there. <laughs> there we yep. go. So. And as far as does he play Call of Duty? Oh yeah, he's quite the gamer. That guy. Cool. Yeah, he's he's a he's a trip. But he's actually literally uh, how you expect him to be is exactly who he is. Cool. Funny as hell. Well, that was how I felt when I met Craig Robinson. Yeah, I'm like I'm like you are just like literally just like cooler, but like just like that vibe, that same energy. That's Kevin Dillon too. Giant drama. To to talk about him real quick, we were walking up to the bar uh, at the at the after party. And we were rapping and talking and having a good time. And then all of a sudden we came down to get some beers and they had only Coors Lights and the bartender gets us our beers. And Panda Express. Yep. And I said, Kevin, I said, I said, we took a sip. I'm like, Kevin, these mountains aren't blue, man. It tastes a little more. He's like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Whoa, that's like a good impression. And he's like, hey, hey, chief, can you dig a little deeper in the cooler there and get me one with the mountains that are blue? And the guy, the bartender looked at him like, what the fuck? Dude, that was perfect. Yeah, that right? was a sleigh. That right? was perfect. And then so the bartender reluctantly like gives us two brand new Coors Lights, probably got it from the same spot. And then we both took a sip. And then he looks at me and goes, yeah, he goes, but the mountains could always be bluer. <laughs> and then he walked <laughs> away. And I was like, bro, Kevin, you're, you're So wait, wait, are you treat. saying that the mountains change color? Yeah. The temperature? The colder well, okay, gets, I'm the learning bluer here. the mountains get on the bottle. That is some good I had no idea. About I that. mean, I didn't know. Yeah. And I think I'm like now gonna just like, you know, I'm not a fan of the right? drink, but I'll drink it. And according it. to Kevin, the mountains could always be bluer. <laughs> he so likes it cold. That's a real story and it and I'll forget I'll remember that Keep forever. Him cold for him. Right. But uh <laughs> as far as like a celebrity celebrity to have on the moon. All right, what are we talking about on a spaceship for fifteen years? Yeah. Shit, that's so tough because what if they are Terrible people. They very know. well could be. That's what right. makes yeah. for a good movie. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. you have to blindly gamble here. Holy crap, right? Um, I would have to say Margot Robbie. Yeah, Ooh. shout out to her. Oh, I'm, hell yeah. I know, right? I'm going to have to yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. Did you see... Did you see um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. Yeah, yeah and course. I was really... I felt gypped because there was very little screen time with Margot. Mm-hmm. And I was really um, very, very... Yeah, I felt jaded. But, you know, I've been, it was, it's been cool. I... Um, 
I have a friend who who lives on the property, and so it's cool to go to the you know it's like these infamous you grounds. Mean the actual the grounds where that's um, right by my house too. I haven't been up there, but well, you live in a beautiful neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it, very it, interesting. Like you know, when I've gone, um, is yeah, that where I, they shot it? In the movie, I believe they shoot. No. I mean, it appeared to be that way, but the place looks different now because there's two properties that have now been made into one. Where so, is it, by the way? Like, where in LA? It's oh, oh Laurel Canyon. Yeah, Laurel yeah. Canyon. Okay, I of live course. on Coldwater, so it's just right there, not too far. But I'm like one of those junkies where I love paranormal and murder stories and shit, and uh, so I'm always intrigued. Yeah, so, really so you like the paranormal. By, um, I love the paranormal. I've seen a lot by, of uh, uh What's that place called? Uh, Greystone Manor. Oh, really? You know I'm motorbike? About, yeah. So the, do you know about that whole no. ghost story? Yeah. So there oh, was... Oh, it's right in your neighborhood. Hello. Yeah. So Greystone Manor is kind of off... Um, well, it's more off of Loma Vista. Okay. Um, and uh, it's beautiful. It's like 1920s manor. A lot of uh, films are shot there and stuff. And now it's like a public... Place. Is you it can the one where uh, American Horror Story was filmed? Probably. It's like an old uh, craftsman kind of Victorian or wait, Georgian which yes, style yes, house. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, wait, so wait. Which one? Oh, Murder House? Season one, probably. Dang, that, that was a great yeah. season. So, so that was owned by the Doheny family, which was like one of the first big like oil families in L.A. Is that why Doheny yeah. is everywhere in L.A.? Yeah, that's why it's everywhere in L.A. So they lived in that house and uh, one of them was like actually murdered and it so apparently it's haunted, oh. and now you can. They have like actual like murder <clears throat> mystery tours there and stuff. Highly recommend if you live in LA to cool. go to that. Yeah. I like the paranormal, paranormal as well. Um, a bit like a little bit of an interest. Yeah. I went. Uh, I'll never forget like one of you know. So we actually wanted to talk about this too. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a bit about you know those moments when uh when you kind of those surreal moments when you're like oh gosh I've I'm, I'm not that I, I've made it right because yeah. uh, you know but. Like wow, I'm I'm doing something right. I, I you know so for me you know the reason I was just reminded because I was thinking about there was a long period of time when I went to I went to Hawaii a few times. I'm like oh someday I want to be able to stay at this hotel. And then you know I finally was able to stay there a couple like years ago, and it was a big deal for me. It was a really yeah. expensive hotel, um, and it was one of those moments. Anyway, the hotel's haunted. It's the um, it's the uh, Moana Surfrider Hotel in Hawaii. It's really really Which cool. Island? Oahu and it's plantation style. It's a historic hotel. The elevator, there's the first elevator in Hawaii. Um, The princes and princesses used to go stay at this hotel. It's a beautiful, wonderful, amazing, amazing hotel. I'm the, the, like the, even the musician who plays there like uh, nightly when I was there last, he's Bruno Mars uncle. He's super talented. Um, right. He talked Mm -hmm. to, you know, so probably one of the guys who helped, um, you know, make music part of his life. But anyway, um, staying there for me was this surreal moment, but anyway, it's haunted. The woman who created, who started Stanford, the university Mm -hmm. was murdered there. She was poisoned. So like there's a, and there's a few other famous deaths there. So it's really cool for paranormal. But, um, I did, that reminded me that I want to talk about that moment when you bought a guitar, that that and you were like you know you and you mentioned something about you're like oh, it was yeah. just surreal to even be able yeah. to so tell me about that well i mean obviously just like anybody with anything if they if they're dreaming about it and they 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 worship it or idolize it or you know just sit there and like i remember as a kid i would you know like oh my god i wish i had that you know yeah and for instance and this is a specific uh for the longest time i always wanted a gibson les paul I've had I have so many guitars, but you too. Jake is nodding like he wants one as yeah. well. I've had so <laughs> many guitars, and uh, they're all like some of them were gifts from my grandparents or my my actual parents. 
Semi- well, Les Paul is like very is ex- Paul, it's it's expensive. Just, or, or yeah, they're very they can be very very expensive. Upwards of like five hundred. It's also just depending. like a very high quality Whoa. guitar. Yeah. So it's a house. Holy smokes. Yeah, uh, and so you know, for the longest time, I was like, "Fuck, man, I need to I need to buy one. I'm just gonna," and, you know. And during pandemic, luckily, people were in a pinch and had to start selling gear and and whatever. And and a good friend of mine, kind of a mentor, was like, "I was like, bro, I'm trying to get a guitar right now, and I'm just not sure what I want." I'm looking and scouring the web, and I might just buy this this guitar here. It was like I don't know, like 800 bucks. That's kind of cheap, but it was a decent guitar. Um, and he goes, "No, man. He goes, trust me. Just wait. Just wait. And there's always one person that's gonna post one when you least expect it, and that's gonna be the one. <laughs> it happened to me. It's gonna happen to you. And I was like, well, you know what? You're right. So I didn't think about it. Not even bullshitting you. Like three days later, I'm just looking on OfferUp, and I see this guitar. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And it was, it slashes signature, slash from Guns N' Roses, signature, gold top Les Paul um, wow. from 2008. So it's 12, 13 years old. And it was actually signed by him multiple times on the case and everything. Wow. And it was kept in the case for 13 years. On offer up. Unopened. That's what they keep, like, what decided to put yeah. it on. Man. And, and the, the, the girl that was selling Unopened. it. Unopened. Yeah. You're joking. Not even joking. And, it was sat in the case for so many years that the fretboard was so dried out. Um, and the girl was just saying her brother never touched it. It was a gift from her mom. And, and she just wanted to make sure the guy that got it, you know, was, was, appreciated yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, if you only knew wow. how that's much. really cool that I'd you were the one to found guitar. it. And it, you know, yeah. that's so cool. And that you weren't just trying to flip it. Yeah. No, hell yeah. no. I'll have that guitar forever. And it sits in my room and I look at it every day and I'm just like, fuck. It found the happiest home. It. Yeah. <laughs> so you're Guns and Rosen's fan. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I was raised on rock and roll for sure. So yeah. That's why I like with the hip hop stuff, I'm like one of the producers that produces all these rap videos and stuff, and I don't even know who they are half the time. Yeah. I'm that guy. That's probably even better yeah. though, sometimes, you know. Yeah, I'm just like, who are we working with? Okay, <laughs> well, cool. those, now is rap is rap is pop now. Yeah, it's like rap you, is pop if now. If you look at Spotify, like of the top fifty songs right now. Maybe forty five of them are hip hop. Yeah, rap. it's it's crazy. hundred oh, percent. Like, I mean, even if you look at an artist like Saint John, who I uh-huh. admire so very much, yeah. he's not rap. What is he? Like, he's is what he is like pop. Right? You're well, just an and artist. That's why. And going to that point, that I think really genres are just kind of dying off. Yeah, general, and I think the more which I love, yeah, the better, which so I love, as I embark into my like journey in, yeah. in making my music, I'm like, I'm like, I'm oh, fucking, I'm a jazz singer, I'm a rocker, I'm like, you know, I'm all of these things. Yeah. But but, but pop is kind of the answer to all of the things. Yeah. And now it's just more like creating your own style, you want, and your dude. own artist brand. Yeah. You know? yeah. No, it's true. I mean, I, m- me personally, when I make music, I tend to go with more of like blues, classic rock, metal roots is what I was raised on. So my music is always that. Based sounds on that. pretty sweet though. It is it, it is, yeah, sure. I, Which is I, actually I like what I like it. Oh, I, I do too. I mean blues and metal. Yeah. Just like well that's what classic rock is. Blues right. and you know Okay, original. yeah, okay, favorite classic rock then. Uh like band or bands, song? Band. Well, uh, I mean yeah, bands. Well Led Zeppelin yeah. without a doubt. Of course, I mean it's like you just listen to all and I'm a huge vinyl like collector i have oh. so many records i that's my like my thing on my day off i'll hit all these little spots around town i have my i know the people and they're like what do you got i know you got some good ones honey <laughs> you know and they, and they they bring me to their little selections and i'll find these vinyls and if you find them and still in the plastic with the hype stickers the Those hype the stickers like you know the promo sticker that's on the plastic 
and I have a lot of records that are from like 1960s and 70s that still have the hype sticker in plastic. Cool. And so what does that really mean? OG. It means it's just like up the value vintage, more. Yeah. yeah, like actual, yeah. like cool. More untouched, you know. It's it's been kept a little bit, you know, yeah, cleaner and yeah. and uh, yeah. So Led Zeppelin uh, was a big one. Uh, ACDC, without a doubt. Uh, Guns and Roses for sure, but Metallica was the the band that changed my life for music because my dad came home from a concert of them in like 1991, and, and he, I remember he put in like the CD or the no the cassette. Rather, were you born yet? Yeah, okay. uh, I was born in '89, so uh, I was like two and a half, three years old, and I remember he put in the cassette and he played like this song called uh, "Sad but True" by uh, Metallica, and my brother and I were just like hooked. Mm. It was such a powerful song; we were obsessed with it. So. As a kid, he, my brother and I would idolize that band and pretend to play guitar and drums. And, you know, yeah. that's my bucket list. Get to film for them or meet them or something would be huge. Well, I think well, you're this out right yeah. now. Yeah. I think you're manifesting. I just worked with Travis Barker. So that was another huge deal for me because I, you know, Blink-182, come on. He is making the comeback of a lifetime. Like, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Like, I, I think he's totally brought back like 90s rock emo, whatever you want to call it. Like... He's totally I respect back. his work ethic so much. That guy is so busy. He shoots so much. He's in so many songs, and he's actually was a very good sport. And I, you know, I remember I was just taking a picture of my set just to kind of square it up. I just wanted to remember it because it was such a beautiful set. I just shot this a couple of days ago, and uh, the the drum tech's like, "Bro, sit on there and play." I'll, I'll I mean, he, he he does like no way. It's <laughs> amazing. He did two things to stay culturally relevant. He uh, he first of all he kind of. He didn't just try to bring purely his style of music back. He kind of blended it in uh, in a modern way of what's going really on did. now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was the first first yeah. way Which of success. I think is the trick and the to... second way is he's dating a Kardashian. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Courtney. she came to set too. Oh, that's right. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Courtney Kardashian yeah. so, shows up so on date set. A Kardashian. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, date a Kardashian and like blend in your old style with the new style. Yeah. That's how yeah. you stay relevant. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. She, it, it must be actually challenging in some ways as a Kardashian to date for that reason. Yeah. You know, because it's like, but I mean, but wonderful, but challenging too, right? She's you actually know? another one of those people with that energy. Courtney, when yeah. she's walking, you just know, like, like. Whoa. I've I've seen her. I, yeah. She was she sat about like as far as you are from me. Yeah. Um, Isn't she really short? Yeah, she's like five one. She's Ooh. beautiful in person. She she's looks exactly pretty. the same. Yeah, yeah she's she's, she's lovely. In Travis person. also had that just star energy. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, when I when he walked in, I was like, whoa. And I don't like I don't do that with most people, but. He was just like, and he was just very humble and quiet. Is he the one, or am I talented. confusing him with, Travis who's the one who got into the, right, I know, but who's the one who got into the plane crash? Him. That was him, Yeah, right? him and DJ AM. That's wow, and a, they walked away. They walked away. I didn't know it. it oh, this story is insane. Yeah, you should look it up. It's a, really? Oh my God. Yeah. You guys are both private, giving me some eyes right a now. A private plane crash. Yeah. They walked away is the and crazy never, part. Well, they didn't exactly the walk away. But oh, really? yeah. it was a huge struggle. He was burned for him. Uh, in like I think sixty percent of his body, and DJM burned, was burned like seventy-eight. Holy smokes! They're the only two that survive. I think. Wow. Yeah, everyone else died. Yeah. Well, that will definitely um, give oh, you yeah. more purpose. Yeah, he. I watched an interview with had a lot him. Of, a lot of a lot of struggles coming back from that one. So did DJ, obviously. Right. Who, who doesn't he like not fly life. private anymore? Or? I wouldn't either. Yeah, yeah so private, I mean, you, but, there's so many stories yeah. though of like private planes going down. Yeah. It happens I mean, quite even, a bit. I mean, John Denver. Uh, it's because the maintenance isn't as you know the pilots are like eh, you know right and like well you have more yeah exactly there's more jets. independence and yeah. so there's less regulation right correct you know? you're not as corporate 
you know, pushing it. My best friend's an airline pilot, so. And there's probably trying to impress people to that yeah. level of like, oh, no, we're chill, you know. Look, like, at, oh, look at uh, Kobe's Kobe, yeah. chopper. There's another thing where private, Horrible. always, I feel like there's more private crashes than That is, yeah, anything. that one is particularly devastating. Wasn't that's it? why I'm terrified of flying one, but, you know. So maybe that's why, that's, that maybe that's actually playing a role in why you haven't yeah, passport. Passport. No, I mean, well, I'll just I'll fly commercial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's the private plane. Yeah, right. I mean, like Leonard Skinner crashed in a plane. I mean, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan died in a plane crash. Randy Rhodes, JFK, John Denver. Also, um, one of my uh, one of my favorite uh, film composers, mm, uh, mm-hmm. James Newton Howard. Yep, another one. He, he was just in his Cessna. His and Cessna. and uh, uh, what's the other? Composer? Sorry, not James Newton Howard. James Horner. Horner. James Horner was the one, yeah, yeah, and and uh, freaking uh, Harrison Ford too crashed. His well, plane. he survived, he survived though, as he would. Harrison <laughs> yeah. Ford just walked. He, you know, he came back flipping yeah. out. Wow, that's I cool. Know. So hey, that's kind of I don't know. I've I've been in some crazy. Pl- There's a few released reports that show like the, the the way that business has been affected for big oh, yeah. companies versus oh, yeah. little, small businesses. Oh, this LA has been like the largest uh, upward Boost. transfer of wealth yeah. in history. Crazy. Yeah, yeah as far as Ventura, look how look how. Many of those businesses are. Oh man! Up. I mean, downtown. It's crazy. Everything's yeah. boarded. But but you also recognize too that like there there is a small pocket of people who have more opportunity now than ever. Yeah, you know, sure. and so but the only people who really do have that are entrepreneurs. Yes. And yep. so it's like you're working for the man. And so so it's kind of it's it is nice for those well, of us who I'm, ripped that bandaid off already. You mm-hmm. know, but but we were but kind luckily, of going hopefully, in that direction forced, already. Yeah. And who knows? You know, I like to think that hopefully there are a lot of complacent people who were forced out of their spot and maybe are like, okay, nothing to lose. Maybe now I'll pursue yeah. my passion. I mean, I think for most for, for being in a creative town like we're yeah. in, COVID really lit a fire creatively for people who had any seed. Oh, yeah. there. You know, I it's, feel like I saw people either thrive or just completely get well, decimated. COVID actually was the best thing to happen to my brother and I because. It put a lot of things in perspective. It gave everybody, the whole world had a lot of time to think, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, totally. And you sit inside, you know, and next thing I know, a lot of things came to light that, you know, were buried and, and unseen. And then they were very formidable negatives that pushed us into a positive situation, uh, which is where we are now with yeah. our company and everything like that. So, you know, there was a phoenix and, and and I hope for a majority of people's lives, they they realize right. a lot. Of- I mean, I guess I can't really complain about 2020 either yeah. because I started off the year couch surfing and mm-hmm. ended up in this beautiful home. Were you like Kelly Slater of that couch? Were you just killing it with the surf? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So and like, look at this it, home. This is like a you know marked yeah. historic landmark. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. It's a gorgeous home. It's yeah, beautiful. but I I was definitely one of the ones who like uh, changed and adapted. And well, I think that's what we learn, that. right? Smart. It's like, you know, yeah. you, you adapt or die, you know, um, businesses yes. too. I mean, I saw businesses that I'm like, oh God, you never adapted. Yeah. You never did the takeaway. Like you were just right. shut down the whole time. I'm like, it's been fucking like six months and you're not yeah. like, you don't have anything in place. What's crazy is Florida. My parents never stopped working really. They just wow. Yeah, neither yeah. did mine. Mine are in Wyoming. Oh yeah. So because it because of there. COVID the state. doesn't exist there. <laughs> you get the best air. Well, in Florida in the, too. In the country. <laughs> yeah, is that right? Yeah. Oh, they Wyoming's great. Literally, like the Wyoming air. is gorgeous. You guys need. So we're up in uh, Jackson Hole. You guys are. Oh yeah. Time. Oh what? Apparently. Let's go. Say when. Right. Well, you got like summer, which is amazing, and mm-hmm. winter, which is amazing. Um, and there's just totally different activities that you do for each. I, everyone says uh, to go there to Jackson Hole for snowboarding and skiing. Mm-hmm. So sign me up for that. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm trying to do Aspen as well. Oh, yeah. I've never done Aspen. I heard the French are assholes. 
Uh, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber reference. <laughs> I got that. That's a good one. Mike and Bean. I gotta work on Kevin and Bean. Usually, usually when there's like a bad joke, I try to do the cricket sounds with my mouth. Let me see. If okay, I can let's it. go. Holy okay. shit! We'll just put you on loop. Right? Wow. Just, just like get a sample. No, of that so one. far, your your Kevin Dillon impression and uh, your cricket <laughs> spot on. Thank you. Do you do impressions? Uh, I used to as a child. Uh, not really anymore. I just I'm just you know I just think they're funny when my dad actually is pretty good at them. He's I probably get it from him. Wait, so I have a question. How yeah. did you guys meet? We met actually from the. Uh, you want to say? Yeah. <laughs> I already told. I thought I oh, already you told you. Well, I'm asking for the audience. We met at yeah. Home Depot. We did shopping yeah. for plants. Uh, yeah. but, uh, wait, wait. Tell us this story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we met online. We yeah. met on Hinge. You know, yeah. I was in between my relationships, yeah. and and I think it's so funny too because it's like, is this how we're gonna get all of our podcast guests on Hinge? I really don't you know, think I'll get this know. lucky twice. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I've, I'm so, you know, it, so Mike is a great example. What a of, you great know. first date idea, by the way. Like you're on Hinge, like, hey, what's <laughs> up? Hey, want to be on my podcast? <laughs> I should have I should have led with that. Then we wouldn't have, then it wouldn't have been a year right? later. <laughs> I think I Wait, said I wanted to year paint ago. some shoes or some shit. It was a while back. That was what I it said. It was like, what? A, like like uh, more than six months. I was months. like, hey, let's paint some vans. That's, that was my idea. You know what? This I feel like cooler. I've actually, actually like, I know, that's cool too. I feel like I've actually made friendships out of people from apps too oh me too yeah. so one like of my best just... friends who's pregnant now um met her on tinder a girl um that's a long story but like um yeah i mean i think you know i i'm always craving like real genuine connections yeah. you know and um but i think it's funny and i, I talked about this with a friend too the mm -hmm. other day like it's always tough too when you're on those kinds of apps here in LA because it's like yeah. you get a little confused when you come across someone and you're like, oh, wait, you have interests similar to mine, yeah. right? And so it's like, like so, so it'll be tough. Like, so, yeah. you know, you'll come across someone and so it's like, it's difficult to categorize what that connection is. And right. so- Like the line between networking and dating? Is that yeah. what you're Yeah, a hundred fucking percent, exactly. And so, and so like, so pretty quickly after I had made my Hinge profile, I like, I realized that I wasn't, like, I'm not yeah. really- I got love in my life, but I'm, 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 I'm I realize how, how unavailable I actually am. Like, yeah. and that's why I was talking about my podcast earlier today. I'm yeah. like, um, I know even it's, talking tough. About, it's tough. Well, I think it's tough for other people to be date me. Yeah. You know, could be because you're all over the place. Well, not okay. You're Carmen San Diego. I have a, I have a list right here. <laughs> of <am>. reasons. <laughs> well, I mean the list grows and grows, but, um, yeah, I think, I, I think it's difficult. I'm, I'm a very, very independent B, uh, um, Aries naturally. Yeah. Fire sign. So yeah. fucking watch out. Same here. Run. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. That's right. Um, but not just that. It's like, I, I, I always try. So it's like, you know, I'll start these things. And so I haven't like since, you know, been on any apps or anything like that. But mm -hmm. I think I quickly realized that I'm like, God, I'm just not available, you know? Yeah. And then, and then I realized that I'm like, God, all I end up using these apps for are networking. I just yeah. feel like so True. many people turned off the podcast once you said you were unavailable. <laughs> I know they're like, well, I think, okay, I'm so actually over. technically very available, but I'm like, I think I'm so in my career, but, but I really, really like my, I, I, I knew that I really liked Mike. And so it's like, so this is our first time meeting, yeah, right? So crazy, but, but wait, it, hold on, hold on, hold on. For the record, this is your first time meeting. Correct. But we've talked so much yeah. because it's, so it's like we make the, year, yeah. I think. Yeah. So we make the connection. Yeah. I'm obviously have massive respect for what he does. Yeah. Um, but then we start talking a little bit and then like, you know, eventually, I, I don't even know if we actually, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Like we matched or we almost matched, but we never spoke on the app. We just DM'd. It was uh, uh, it was on Bumble, 
and it was no, around, it was Hinge because no, I Bumble. never it was, was on, it Bumble? Yeah, it was Bumble. It was around. Oh, so this was, was a long time before, ago. It was around Christmas time of 2019. Whoa, it's yeah. been longer than I yeah, thought because I haven't done Bumble in, in a long yeah, time. Yeah, my parents were in town. We were at uh, fucking uh, what's that mall? Century City Mall or whatever? Yeah, the Westfield. Westfield with that cool one with the Italy and shit. Um, yeah, and then I matched with 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 uh, Gwen, <laughs> and, and then uh, he almost did. Jake knows. Yeah, yeah. Jake and told it, me he was like, "I'm gonna call you this." Yeah, but then he kept calling me Gwen. Yeah, Gwen, and then uh, I you know I don't think of anything like I'm you know I don't what I, what people do professionally is just them. Yeah. Their business, but I don't. I look at it just from the conversation. But you know, it's very American, you know? though, to 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 categorize people or, or to to sum people up to what yeah. they do, and, and that's actually not an inter- like that's actually a, specifically American, yeah. at least from what I've heard from like my international friends. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it's funny because even when I was curating like you know my questions for mm-hmm. you today, I'm like, how do I intro? And I'm like, oh, so tell me about you. And I'm like, the first I was like, well, let's start with what you do. And it's yeah. unfortunate that we do that because you know the I, I most of the things that I'm still curious to talk to you about mm-hmm. are actually have nothing to do with what you do. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I know it's it's just the way it is. Yeah, you know, and so that yeah. That's that's kind of how it happened. And then we just hit it off with the cool. We did. Like, so why was there no other meeting beforehand? COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, COVID. But I also ran away. I mean, I was and also was busy. I was I've busy. been, you know, yeah. I mean, Jake knows. I'm like, hey, let's like, I'll be there. Oh, wait, yep. just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think she said she wanted to get tacos or something like that. And I was like, that sounds right. I fucking love tacos. <laughs> So sure. Okay, but so you were down I owe you tacos. Beach. I w- oh wow, yeah. this was a minute ago. Yeah. So yeah, we because no, I was wondering. I'm like because we have been chatting so much, um, and we have these wonderful conversations like yeah. you know via text and DM. Like you know, mm-hmm. so many things like actually like a lot of depth. You know, and, yeah. and it's really great too because. Um, <clears throat> Like a lot of times, it'll stem from you know something I'll post publicly, and then you'll privately comment some kind of response, and we'll have the we have really really wonderful conversations. That's why it's this was a really unique kind of experience today because I'm like God, I feel like I know him, you know, so so well, even though it's the The first queen of the audio text, by the way. Audio yeah. messages. Oh my I gosh. am queen. She's the first person of all my friends who like I experienced using them. Uh-huh. And at first I was like so against I'll it. I'll give you a crash but now I'll, I'll, But now I use it. Yeah, now. I actually prefer talking on the phone. Me. Actually, I'm a phone guy. Yeah. So I like to. So that's a Well, what it does is yeah. that it, it like, I mean, the whole time I, I've never liked texting because you can never convey like your yes. tone and like, you know, the context. Otherwise I said, so much misunderstanding. Oh, I'll make yeah. you uncomfortable with how many exclamation oh, yeah. marks I'm like, you know, cause I'm still so it's funny. I have to, um, <laughs> all the people who love me in my life, mm-hmm. every time I leave, they're like, you are the shit. Like, that's like yeah. they're like, by the way, you're the shit. It's your show. Like, you are on the pedestal. They tell me, because I am very, I think I, I think I overcompensate because, you know, I know what I am. I know that I'm this creator on inf- yeah. uh, Instagram, influencer. Like, I, I think I go overboard in overcorrecting that. And so, like, I'm very, I, I, I make an effort to be very humble. Way too, way too humble. Like, <laughs> I should be so, so much, like, I'm like a gross, like, like I should be a lot less humble. But I, um, but I think I, you know, kind of overdo that. And, um, and I don't know, I don't know where I was going with that. I lost my train of thought. Um, classic win, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done it all day. I think you're very grounded as I, an individual. Yeah. Yeah. You sure. are. I'm finding it. And you I'm know why? You ground. know why? Thank you, by yeah, the way. Of course. No, you are because you've like experienced a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
I certainly, I mean, I, I, le- I, I throw myself into it, you know, and it's yeah. why, it's why I probably really? went to pa- Pakistan and Kenya, you know, I, yeah. um, I crave those real expense experiences, experiences, the ones that will cha- yeah. challenge me and make me grow. And, um, and for me in this last experience in, in Kenya was really, really cool. And, and it was so, it, it was the first time I've done a, a vacation for three weeks since living here, yeah. since becoming Gwen. And great? oh man, it was like, it was surreal because I, I gained so much insight as to like who I am, yeah. what I actually like, you know, want to talk about. Like pulling off the, the bat and yeah. suit, you know? Well, it's like, it's like peeling off the, the work, the, the uniform, taking yeah. off the uniform and who am I really? And then, and then, and, and becoming more aware of them. Okay. How can I make this more part of what I am doing? Did you ever g- expect to be this, I guess we'll call it a character right now. Cause I lack of a better word. And then having that kind of aura and then having to always uphold that kind of standard of, who you who this person is to others? Oh man, I know, oh. and that's how, and then and then you're doing it on like a probably a minute scale yeah. to George to these, Clooney yeah, or somebody totally. who's fucking like. You know. I I will say that I have enough of a taste to know that um careful what you wish for kind yeah. of thing and, and not yeah. and, and and by all means I'm, I I am wishing for mm-hmm. this and I did wish for this and I'm so glad that I did and, and I'm wishing for more of this but I I think that um I got I did a Q and A just yeah. the other day on my uh with my followers and I'm like you know ask random questions one of my followers said something really fucking funny it was like he was like do you so you're like famous but like don't you ever like don't you want to be like really famous like really <laughs> Real, for real like said something yeah. I was like and I was like I sat there and I was like this is a great question yeah, is a because great question. no I love being fake famous because yeah. it's like it's like a, you don't deal with this shit as much so it's like yeah you get the familiarity there's no paparazzi popping over the wall right yeah, now yeah I'm famous for like you know, exactly exactly yeah. um and sure like sure it can, can be frustrating I think the the complex comes from being like people you know yeah. around so a lot of my friends are highly accomplished like creators either behind the scenes or artists mm-hmm. and 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 you know a lot of the people with a following like mine or even a smaller following they have a claim right yeah. they have like a, a testament and for me i'm like oh i'm just like fucking like people just like like me like you know what i mean yeah. like i don't really know what to say i'm like sure it's modeling but but i'd be also selling myself short and i'd also be lying if i said that was that people were following me and that my success was because of the photos i'm posting yeah. it's not it, it very much isn't it, there's a business here there's structure there's you know there's there's so many things it takes you know it, there's a business sense required Multiple and not variables. just that yeah and i think that my point of difference has always been in little things like even things like captions like yeah yeah, sure i do my share of kitschy like meaningless captions but they're usually a little bit funny and they stimulate like the right yeah yeah a little bit um but i also will switch that up with like depth and and authenticity and so um so it's you know i I think it's it gets weird when you you're like well what am i actually valued for because it's like you know it's it's so difficult it kind of muddies the water a little bit yeah and and i think that's why that's part of why this journey is so exciting to me like you know of creating my art yeah I'm trying to find my art and my voice through art, but I, um, but it's kind of also a beautiful place to be in because I'm, I, I have this subconscious desire to earn my keep where I'm like, I, I feel like overly blessed. Like I'm like, yeah. a sh- I'm like, Oh my God, let me earn all of the followers that I have. Let me like, you know, so, so instead of trying to, so I stopped trying to grow mm-hmm. and I started, I, I'm, and now I'm trying to, work harder and yeah. create more and, and to show a different, like, you know, and change yeah. and transition. And, um, and it's really, it, it's cool. I, yeah, I, it, it is interesting. It's a really weird thing to be an Instagram model, like Insta fame. Yeah. Insta fame is its own thing, you know? Yeah. It's completely different than anything that I've, I've experienced obviously. But I think what's interesting about your, your story is your life led you to this, you know, to, 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 to bring you to the room 
that has 18 fucking doors compared <laughs> to maybe just six. Isn't it crazy? It's so yeah. funny to me because like, you know, all and the time. And you're the type of person that probably needs 18 doors. <laughs> no yeah. offense. You know you what? probably do. <laughs> but here's you the thing. I mean? You're so you're fucking yes. Yeah. Okay. Like options, right? But, but here's the thing. They've done studies. The more options one has, the less satisfaction of choice. This is a, statistically shown. True. They've done studies on people who've looked for homes. When they look yeah. at seven homes and they pick one, they're a lot less satisfied. When they look at three, they feel good about their choice. And this is- this I like is, that. Yeah. And, and this is a fact. And yeah. this is actually, and this is why you could actually probably argue why fewer and fewer people are 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 subscribing to monogamy. Why mm-hmm. there's less reproduction yeah. across the globe, not just here in the U.S. But it, you know, it's because there's more option. There's yeah. more exposure of choice. That's we have true. dating apps. But we know what we're the, missing. But then, are they less satisfied with the polyamory? A hundred. Oh, with the well, the thing but is, it's more that it's no, it's not satis- No, it's not less satisfaction with all of the choices, it's less satisfaction with choosing. So it's like once you make your choice, you're less satisfied with your choice because you have an awareness of what you're missing. So like, think about it, like, right? Okay, back in the day, which, you know, ignorance is bliss, bliss, right? So back in the day, you're in a small town, there's three women in the town. Big fish in a little pond. Right? Mm -hmm. You pick the, you get the hottest girl out of the three and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm good. You know, 25 years of your life go by and you don't know anybody, you did well, right? Um, But now, you know, there's women coming to the village. Especially when you live in a place like LA, South yeah. Florida, New York, San Francisco. Well, San Francisco is a little different because it's all like tech oh, bros yeah. there. LA, LA like, is equal parts where there's lonely like as high, it is. Yeah. Where there's like high levels of success and there are a lot of options. Oh, even the guys that I've dated, mm-hmm. um, you know, within the last year, like some of them super highly successful and some yeah. of them twice my age. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> like, okay. Few. I mean, I, I, yeah, totally. Like, you know, I'm, I, I'm a person person. Right. So, yeah. you know, I've dated older men. I, I'm, I'm really attracted again to the person, but I'm also yeah. really att- attracted to, um, to learning Life and to growth. Life experience and wisdom. hundred yeah. percent. That's, and, and that's why it's like, you know, so like, could you date an older sexual? man? I am a total. The only reason sapio. I know that is because I love that one. Sapio is that how you call yeah, it? Yeah, sapio. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm a massive sapiosexual, yeah. uh, and and it feels funny saying that as a as a like sex like yeah. sex sexy Instagram model. But I'm like, mm. ironically enough, I uh, yeah. me in my life that is what I am, and um, and so you know, so yeah, date a wide variety of of mm. of, pe- of people, um, and and some of them, you know. Uh, really really accomplished individuals yeah. but they've been in LA for you know they're 50 years old living in LA still single been yeah. dating that entire time yeah. I'm like gosh like I mean does you gotta it- go out of LA to find the one yeah or maybe if you can find the one in want. LA then that's really well, the one coming from my my I don't know just experiences out here um I always find it intriguing because like I, you know, looks are looks and whatever, but you know, I, I'm like, I'll date a girl and on the, I know literally in the first, maybe 10 minutes, I'm like, Oh Is shit. Is that right? Oh Same shit. Here. I literally okay, told okay. a girl, I literally said to this girl one time, I was like, you're not going to like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> at least I was on it. Populated city in the world. It, 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 it turns out it's very dangerous. Yeah. And I didn't realize, I, I, I didn't look, I was like, they're like, you want to go to Pakistan? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And I go and I don't look up any of this shit. I know it's dangerous. Like yeah. I know all that, but until I get there, I'm like, okay, now that I'm here, like, Holy shit. <laughs> let's see okay. how, how much trouble I'm in. And, um, and I, I will be honest. It was like, so a, you know, I looked it up and, and, and so it was jarring, but B, it was also really surreal because I and I, I want to incorporate this into my art as well, actually, about the birds in Pakistan, the birds in Karachi, because looking out for my hotel, a very secure hotel, extensive security, like I was safe. But um, looking out for my hotel, you'd see these 
her like circ- birds circling like these vultures. Oh yeah. And yeah. and I'm and at first I was like I know that they're circ. I'm like what are they circling because yeah. you'd see them in certain pockets. And I'm like and there's there's just an ominous feel to it. And I came to find out that they were in fact circling bodies that were in fact put on display. Like wow. right. But but my experience was very much in this bubble because I'm part of this like you know elite wedding yeah. you know procession. But but it was it was really really it was put things in perspective. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, where was I going with that? Kenya. So Kenya, same thing. I didn't really look into much, right? And then mm-hmm. after the fact, I looked into the statistics with HIV. And what I think what I found so surreal was that I was there for three weeks, A, talked to a lot of people, including yeah. a lot of locals. That was what was so cool about this experience is that I was invited there by a friend who's Kenyan, um, you know, uh, for, I, I, I had local guides and, you know, people who, yeah. you know, interacted with a lot of actual Kenyans yeah. and it never came up and at all, not even a little bit. And we talked about community. We talked about um, humanitarian things. Uh, and it wasn't until I came back home when my friends were like, oh yeah, but like, you know, you, you like you, we're safe, right? You know, you know, AIDS is everywhere. And I'm like, okay, first of all, yes, you know, that doesn't apply to me. So I'm not at risk yeah. there. Um, but I started to look into it and it, and, and the, and the statistics were so incredibly high. Mm. And what was so crazy to me is that there's no signage. There's no, Hey, get tested. There's no yeah. awareness. There is absolutely nothing. It is totally, ta- totally stigmatized wow. and totally hush hush and totally embarrassing and totally not spoken about. And it's really concerning. Um, as, as somebody who just spent extensive time there with a lot of people involved with the community and the fact that it's not, I mean, it, it is, it is sad. And I was really blown away and it put a lot of things in perspective because the, the stigma associated with it is that great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I find it pretty impressive that you've been able to just go to these places and kind of almost on, like, I love your spirit of going and doing things on a whim. <laughs> I'm impulsive. Yeah. <laughs> impulsive. And then like not knowing anything about it. Mm. And you're like, you could either be stranded on a raft going, I fucked up, you know, so, or just like, I love this shit. So where are you going to go first when you get your passport? Yeah, I'm very curious. Damn. Yeah. By the what, way, what by the way we have maybe like five, 10 minutes left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll so let's up. see uh, where will I go first? I'm enjoying so much. And I like, you know, and I still have so many questions. I love it. I know, right? Where will I go first? That's heavy, man. So many options. Going yeah, back on Right? That. More <laughs> options, less satisfaction. Like so maybe Germany. we should. Where would you like okay. to shoot? A music fit. You get to choose. You get to location scout. You get to pick. Oh wow! Okay, um, it would have to be probably. Oh, shit, there's so many places. Okay, I'm gonna pick the artist too. You're you're doing a music video for Post Malone, and you and get to pick the I location anywhere in the world with Post Malone. Oh, God, that is so crazy to think. Um, you know, it's not that crazy though, is it? Like probably Greenland. Yeah. I know you weren't expecting that. I wasn't. That's crazy. Greenland okay. has some really cool spots that are absolutely gorgeous. Post Didn't, if don't you're they listening. say that Greenland is the icy one and Iceland yes, is yes. the green one? Exactly. Yep. Okay. Like throwing post. So you want to go to the ice? Fucking glacier. Wow. Dude, dang. that'd be lit. That'd be sick. And then hit like chill in hot springs or some dang, shit. Dang, dang. I could see him yeah. looking dope with some fur. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But it'd have to. I mean, I do want to go to England. I do want to go to England actually a lot because they have castles. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I like castles, castles okay. man. Well, Scotland too, then. Yeah, Scotland. But there's also actually to, a specific place that I do want to visit is that island off of Normandy, France, that has like a city. Have you seen that? It's mm. like a castle. Oh, the Saint, yes. The, it's Saint. Like kind of, uh, yeah. Fuck. What the hell? It looks like literally the town looks like it's from Beauty and the Beast. 
I'll pull it up really yes. quick. Oh my God, it's please. absolutely incredible. Well, you know what? Okay, that also surprised me just yeah. to bring it back to, um, because yeah. I almost asked you, so we're asking you, like, where should you go? And like, yeah. one thing I learned from my time in Pakistan, <clears throat> or at least like what I took away from Pakistan and, mm -hmm. you know, Africa, like right off the bat. Mont Saint-Michel. There you go. Oh, Mont wow. Listen to that. Say it again. I took Francais. Je m'appelle Mikey. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like... Uh, Silence. Hello. <laughs> hey, I've got nothing. We. Oui. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I need to come know. Come see, come ça. It means like so, so. <laughs> so yeah, because you mentioned that you yeah. like language. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm studying. A, I just started a little Italian. Oh, hello. And bonjour. Um, no, yeah, right. I love it. It's so much fun to yeah. practice. I'm like, it's cool. yeah, it's, it's it's so much fun. I'm like arrivederci. Like yeah. I go all out, you know, with the if you if you eat like a slice of pizza and it's so fucking good, just go. Oh, marron. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh God, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I know a little Japanese. Oh, yeah. Still working on them. I can't wait to hear about your travels when they happen. Yep. And you have been just like such a phenomenal guest. Thank you. Enjoyed this so very much. Um, we touched on all the, the fun <laughs> stuff. There's there's plenty more layers to this onion. But oh my gosh, we didn't get to half of the things I that know. I actually want to talk about. It's, that's called ADD. <laughs> we have two ADD, ADHD hosts. Yeah. And uh, ADD guests. I know. And and yet we still hey we 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 covered some things. Absolutely, it was fun. Actually, had a where, where can we find you on socials, your company, like some of your work? Uh, Mike, the producer, is my Instagram. And my company is The Lucky Bastards, Inc. Amazing company. <laughs> uh, amazing work you've done. Thank you. And so excited to see where you go from here. I can't wait to afford you for my music videos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get in line. Yeah. Right? I know. <laughs> the line is long, but I might help you expedite it. Like, Aww. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are so grateful to have you. Thank and, you. Um, it was a pleasure. Yeah, very much. I hope, hope to have you again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm always open. Let's do it. Cool. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Everyone, check out Mike, the producer on Instagram and check out his company, Lucky Bastards Productions. And um, yeah, stay tuned for more magic.